I also have many personal memories of other episodes. For example, before coming here, when I was in Buenos Aires, I specifically recall a roundtable discussion with theologians. The topic was what the Pope could do to bring people closer together. We were faced with so many problems that there seemed to be no solution. One of the participants suggested a holy year of forgiveness. This idea stayed with me, and therefore, to answer your question, I believe that the decision came through prayer, through reflection on the teachings and declarations of the popes who preceded me, and by thinking of the Church as a field hospital, where treatment is given, above all, to those who are most wounded, a Church that warms people's hearts with its closeness and nearness. What is mercy for you? Etymologically, mercy derives from misericordis, which means opening one's heart to wretchedness. And immediately we go to the Lord. Mercy is the divine attitude which embraces. It is God's giving himself to us, accepting us and bowing to forgive. Jesus said he came not for those who were good, but for the sinners. He did not come for the healthy who do not need the doctor, but for the sick. For this reason, we can say that mercy is God's identity card. God of mercy. Merciful God. For me, this really is the Lord's identity. I was always impressed by the story of Jerusalem as it is told in chapter 16 of the book of Ezekiel. The story compares Jerusalem to a little girl whose umbilical cord wasn't cut, who was left in her blood and was cast out. God saw her wallowing in blood. He washed the blood from her, he anointed her, he dressed her, and when she grew up he adorned her with silk and jewels. But she, infatuated with her own beauty, became a harlot, not for money, but paying her lovers herself. God, however, will never forget his covenant, and he will place her above her sisters, so that Jerusalem will remember and be ashamed, Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 63, when she is forgiven for what she has done. For me, this is one of the most important revelations. You will continue to be the chosen people, and all your sins will be forgiven. So mercy is deeply connected to God's faithfulness. The Lord is faithful because he cannot deny himself. This is explained well by St. Paul in the second letter to Timothy. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. You can deny God. You can sin against him. But God cannot deny himself. He remains faithful. What place and meaning does mercy have in your heart, life, and personal history? Do you remember your first experience of mercy as a child? I can read my life in light of chapter 16 of the book of the prophet Ezekiel. I read those pages and I say, everything here seems written just for me. The prophet speaks of shame, and shame is a grace. When one feels the mercy of God, he feels a great shame for himself and for his sin. 
There is a beautiful essay by a great scholar of spirituality, Father Gaston Fessard, on the subject of shame in his book, The Dialectic of the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius. Shame is one of the graces that St. Ignatius asks for during his confession of his sins before Christ crucified. That text from Ezekiel teaches us to be ashamed. It shows us how to feel shame. With all our history of wretchedness and sin, God remains faithful and raises us up. I feel this. I don't have any particular memories of mercy as a young child, but I do as a young man. I think of Father Carlos Duarte Ibarra, the confessor I met in my parish church on September 21, 1953, the day the church celebrated St. Matthew the Apostle and Evangelist. I was 17 years old. On confession,